It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. No, we were DMing last week, and he said Quincy AC is just better than Greg Monroe, and we discussed. I, I do agree. Like that, I I will stand by that take. I uh, I'm undecided on whether or not I agree, but I, I see the merit to it. Okay. Um, Quincy AC is just like the coolest guy in the world. Yeah, I would rather a cool guy for that spot than any. I mean, that was the whole thing I wrote last week was I'd rather the cool guy than the player with marginal skill. Um, My opinion might have just changed. I just see now that he's gone on vacation, so I'm ready to talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> Where has he gone he? on vacation? He's in Mexico. Okay. Of what part? My, my, I'm going to Mexico next week. I do. I don't want to run into him. <laughs> I don't think you will. He didn't. Sorry, Sorita. He won't. Where? Where is this? Let me see. Just working off the clock here. Uh, <laughs> it's not the day I do summer vacation watch. What? It is. Monroe 15. Just That's north of. Just north of Puerto Vallarta. Okay. Yeah. No. I'm not gonna run into him. He looks okay. happy though. He looks chill. He looks super Look chill. Look at that shirt, man. That water. <laughs> The plastic bag of water. I, I, I gotta pull this up. I, I have to pull this up. I can't rip a guy when he looks like that. He's just chilling. Where, where are you finding this? The fire takes. All right. Just Google Greg Monroe Instagram and then go to his Instagram. Oh, Instagram. <laughs> it's okay. Moose Monroe 15. I'm sharing my sharing my trade secrets right now. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, okay. Oh, is this the one where he's with a bottle of water? Staying yeah. hydrated? Okay. All right. And well, the next he wears something photo, wild in the playoffs. the caption? The next photo? Big, big water. <laughs> big, big water. <laughs> That's uh, one of the better uh, Land Before Time sequels. Journey big, to Big, big Water. water. Anyway. Uh, Can we make that his new nickname, Big Water? <laughs> big, big water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should. Is All this right. part of the podcast? Because it feels it feels like good material. I mean, I'm recording now, so it could be. Okay. Hi, welcome <laughs> to episode number 366 of Locked On Raptors for August, or uh, whatever the hell day it is. It's the summer, sometime in August, August 7th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of LockedOnRaptors.com and RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked On Raptors. You can find links to every single episode. And, of course, make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network. Team-focused shows across the network. All 30 teams covered for you. Locked On Fantasy is already teeing you up for next season of fantasy basketball. There's still daily shows on Locked On NBA with a bunch of different hosts as well. So make sure you're finding a show that you like. And if you find a show you dig, subscribe to and rate and review all that stuff on iTunes, subscribe or Spotify, Stitcher, all those places where you get podcasts. So thank you in advance for taking the time to do that on the Locked On Raptors page. Uh, we've already been sort of introduced to our guest today. It's uh, a Greg Monroe Appreciation Podcast or something like that uh, with a pair of returning guests. First up, fresh off of her appearance on an episode that someone described as a BoJack Horseman-ass episode of Lockdown Raptors, it's Katie Heindel. How's it going? Someone said that. <laughs> yeah, someone said, I'm listening to the Lockdown Raptors Damar pod and it's it, it, it making me feel like BoJack Horseman. So that's... Uh, I, I, Thing. I, don't, I hate adult cartoons. I, I don't like that. I, I, anyway, you just I'm totally cut out there, but I'll assume that you uh, were really appreciative of the praise and uh, also joining us on no. today's show. I know. I, I, I cut the tail end of what you were saying. <laughs> also on today's show is uh, another returning guest from CBS Sports. It's James Herbert. How's it going? Great. Thanks for having me. I, is it really a Greg Monroe appreciation podcast? Are we just going to talk no. about the various qualities we love about greg monroe for the next whatever half hour yeah it's not really appreciation it's more like a get to know greg monroe so i put out the call for questions because when i decided i was going to do a podcast talking about the raptors signing greg monroe to a one-year veteran minimum deal which is the news i guess we should get to um i figured we'd only have like 10 minutes of content because who really cares greg monroe is going to be the 14th man he's an awkward fit sort of uh he's gonna force them to not play their best lineups all the time blah 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 blah. that stuff's boring it was gonna take 10 minutes and i solicited questions on uh, how to fill the rest of the podcast and mark deeks you should know him from NBA Twitter, came back at us with, why don't you make it all about Greg Monroe? And gave us about 10 different questions about Greg Monroe, ranging from very specific to ethereal and philosophical. And we're just going to cover a bunch of those. I've taken some of Mark's questions, so thanks to Mark for the uh, assist on this podcast, and also added some of my own. And we're just going to roll through a bunch of questions about Greg Monroe, and uh, you guys can share your feelings on him. And by the end of this, we should know exactly how Raptors fans should feel about him. Are you guys ready to do this? Ready to share yes. my feelings. Okay, that's uh, Katie's usually on when we have the feelings episodes, so you're you're you're, um, you're in the right I'm the place. The feelings commentator. <laughs> I've got feelings too, guys. We we'll see, we'll see. Um, okay. You do have feelings about the king cake baby, which is usually 
what we talk about on here. So I, just I, warm, fuzzy feelings for the King Cake Baby at all times. Yeah, I uh, when they said that the Pelicans were searching for a new mascot, I was compelled to potentially apply, but it was for Pierre the Pelican, who's only sort of good as a mascot. No, yeah, no, you don't He's want no, you don't want to be the Thank second God. best. He's dead. Imagine He's being wow. King Cake Baby. God, what an honor that must be to be that guy. I would like to do a feature on him. Someone pay me to pay me to write that. Uh, anyway, Greg Monroe, maybe he'll be the king cake baby in a couple years uh, if this doesn't go out well the Raptors. But he's from Louisiana, right? I, I, sure. Uh, he almost signed with the Pelicans last year, right before he signed with uh, the Celtics. Maybe the Pelicans were only offering him the king cake baby ship and not sparing playoff <laughs> minutes like the Celtics were. We don't know. Uh, all right, I have like 10 questions here, so we should probably get to these because the bosses are very mad when these go along. So let's keep this short and sweet. Uh, question number one that I have about Greg Monroe. This one comes from Mark Deeks. Katie, we'll start with you. What do you think Greg Monroe would love to accomplish or do more of? It seems like he, he wants to drink as much water as possible, <laughs> judging by his Instagram um, which I'm here for. It's really hot, middle of the summer. He's going to come to Toronto. He's going to need to stay hydrated. But for me, this feels rude to say hey, as a woman, but I need to see him smile more. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, I mean, I couldn't have asked for a better, more succinct answer than that. James, what do you think Greg Monroe would like to accomplish more of that is not a proper hydration? I think he just wants to play more basketball. Like, mm-hmm. the sense I got last year with the Celtics was that he was not particularly thrilled to be uh, behind Sir Aaron Baines in the rotation. I mean, would you and be? This is Who would be? Anywhere, <laughs> <laughs> just in your life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. But, but that's also why this confused me, because I thought he would go somewhere where there was, like, no other really tall guys and he went to a team that has arguably too many of them and he's going to show up here with his enormous bottle of water and I think he's mostly going to be on the bench so I don't feel great about him accomplishing his goal of playing more basketball. Yeah, I tend to agree Uh, I think I mean, ideally he would play like 10 minutes a night over like 35 games, that's kind of what my sweet spot for Greg Monroe and like only an emergency duty I wonder if they promised him more playing time, and then that leads me to have some concerns about how they're going to deploy lineups and stuff like that. But, yeah, I, I, I would also agree. I don't think there's much of a path here for him to accomplish more than just drinking a lot of water on the bench. So if that's, if that's what he wants to do, drink water, he's going to have ample opportunities for that. So. I'm just worried about whether or not he will be smiling when he's on the bench. I hope he will be, but I have my doubts. We'll get some more of the... Sorry, Good place to be. Yeah, I mean, there's... I mean, this specific bench is a good place to be. Yeah, you're surrounded by lots of youth. There's cool dunks. There's... Pascal is looking for a new buddy. Maybe Greg Monroe will slide into the vacuum left by Jakob Pertl. You can't just replace Jakob like that. I know you can't just replace him, and there will always be a part of Pascal's heart that knows Greg Monroe is not Jakob Pertl, but you got to fill that hole somehow. I'm 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 just theorizing here. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. 
Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Question number two. Uh, James, let's start with you for this one. How would you change Greg Monroe? <laughs> this also comes uh, from Mark Deeks. <laughs> I, I would love to completely change Greg Monroe. <laughs> I, I would love for him to be a totally different type of basketball player because the one that he is now had him like weirdly playing point guard for the Celtics last year because like the Celtics figured out like the most useful thing to do was to just have him have the ball at the beginning of the possession and then like never touch it again. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I don't know, like a, a jump shot, better defense, all, all the things that like make other big guys able to stay on the floor in today's NBA, I guess. That's fair, or Katie. Maybe, oh, sorry, I, maybe I wouldn't change him, but I would just put him in a time machine and just put him in the in the late nineties or mid nineties where he'd probably an all star. Oh, you're good. you've already touched on the time machine. That's part of my answer. But Katie, you go first. Okay. How would you change Greg <laughs> Monroe? I mean, like that seems mean already. Um, so <laughs> personally, like not no offense, like nothing. But I guess you know. From a technical standpoint, he could stand to be a bit of a better defensive player. <laughs> Fair. That that's yeah, good. I, I can't argue with that. My answer also involves time travel. Uh, I would retroactively <laughs> go back and uh, have Greg Monroe pick a different school to go to because I think Georgetown stink is a very real thing. I don't know if it's like a Michael Sweetney curse or, so, or something like that, but Jeff Green, Roy Hibbert, Greg Monroe—these are the last three big names to come out of Georgetown, and their careers certainly did not pan out, I think, the way that they maybe looked like they would a couple of years into their careers. I mean, Greg Monroe goes from being the apple of the Knicks' eye, which is something, and uh, is now making a minimum deal after playing out the string with the Suns last year after being offloaded by the Bucks because they were upset that they paid him all that money three years ago. So uh, go somewhere else, and maybe the Georgetown stink is not on you, Greg, and uh, maybe we're talking about a player who's maybe in the shoes of a Jonas Valanciunas, who is not a modern player uh, by most standards, but has managed to find out a role. And I think Greg Monroe, had he not gone to Georgetown, the team that I, in a past life I used to root for, uh, I think things could have been different for him. So that's what I would change about Greg Monroe. Question three. Katie, we'll go back to you. What is stopping you from becoming Greg Monroe? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not the actual person incarnate, but, you know, just the general yeah, things like that Greg Monroe is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like entering into his body. Uh, I, I don't, I can't do that. <laughs> I don't have those capabilities yet. Um, for being him, I, I certainly <laughs> don't drink enough water. Um, I'm not on vacation right now in Mexico. Um, that's about it. I mean, you know what? The more I think about it, 
we're, we have some things in common. <laughs> Maybe more in common than we have not in common. So, fair enough. James, your rebuttal. I think it's. I think it's mainly the height. I feel like if I was six eleven, I could adopt a pretty like Greg Monroe like outlook on the world and inhabit his personality decently well. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's his personality? We don't know this. I don't know. He's he he's just very chill. Like it makes sense to me. He's from Louisiana. He's just sort of like this laid back guy. Like I've interviewed him a couple of times, and. He's very nice. He has a, a very deep voice and speaks kind of slowly. But then you look at the answers, and you're like, "Oh, that's pretty thoughtful. Like, this is a pretty cool guy." Um, okay, good. This is and me. yeah. On. So now I feel bad I for mean, dumping on the guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I felt I felt bad every time I've said something rude about him. It does it doesn't bring me great joy. I just don't happen to love his game. But like, that's the other thing about the time travel is like if we. If we put him in the 90s in the NBA, or even if we put him in a different era of Georgetown, like, we don't even, like, to me, you were saying, Sean, how he couldn't go to Georgetown, but if he went to Georgetown in, like, the 80s or the 70s, like, all those centers that went there turned out to be all-stars, right? True, true. They turned out to have great careers. So, I think it it's just sort of... Uh, bad luck for him that that he's playing in today's NBA but he's a pretty chill guy and yeah it's mainly the height I think I could kind of inhabit his uh his Monroe-ness fair enough I for me it's more of a sort of it's not exactly like the physical embodiment but I think the thing keeping me from becoming Greg Monroe is like I don't know it feels like maybe we're in a bit of an era where technology is kind of stagnated a bit we've kind of figured out the best way to do at least this job and if it, if it ever gets more complex or uh, intricate or the youngs start coming up and being more proficient at the stuff that is required to do this kind of job, then I think I'm going to become Greg Monroe. And I'll be doing my podcast on Audacity while some other you know young, young folks are using the podcast – new podcast software or whatever it is that makes stuff sound better than this crappy podcast does. So th- that's probably what's keeping me uh, – the, the world being terrible and people diverting their attention away – from uh, advancements in technology in niche um, areas and, and, and markets. So that, that's, that's my answer. Uh, well, when you put it that way, we're all <laughs> slowly on the way to becoming Greg Monroe. That's, that's not an unfair There's statement. There's nothing we can do about it. That's, I, I, all of our parents, I think, could probably be categorized as Greg Monroe's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. The Greg Monroe's that birthed me. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, uh, next question here. James will go with you first. What number should Greg Monroe wear with the Raptors? I believe he's only worn number zero, if I'm not mistaken. That could be wrong. Let me look it up. I think he's worn like 55, right? Let's look it up. Um, he, he, I, I don't want to... with Detroit? He has worn the well, numbers... Well, he can't wear 10. No, he can't. <laughs> he definitely not. can't wear 10. Why does basketball also, reference not show? Oh, he's, he's okay, okay, okay. He's wore 10, 15, 14, and 55. What should he wear? Okay, I, none of those. He <laughs> should wear something really weird. Like, just do that kind of thing. What did he, wait, which one did he wear with the Celtics? 55. Was he 55 with the Ah, because usually people go to the Celtics, and since they have all, the, all those retired numbers, they have to go with, like, 72 or something. Yeah. I just want him to, to wear a number that nobody else in the NBA is wearing. 
I'm very pro weird numbers, so I uh, I agree with you there. Katie, do you have uh, a particularly strong stance on this? Yeah, like he seems like a seventy-seven guy. Seventy-seven is okay. not. Isn't that what Doncic is wearing? Oh. Oh shit! Classic. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Taj Gibson uh... wore sixty-seven, right? Yeah. Okay. Luka Doncic already has three what about, like, nicknames 53? on Basketball Reference. Sorry? I was 53. distracted. 53? Yeah. Why? Why not? <laughs> Fair. Sounds right. Yeah. 53 fits with my requirement, because I don't think there's another 53. Yeah, I, I don't want to look it up. <laughs> Just Luka Doncic already has three nicknames on Basketball Reference. That seems excessive. Wait, what are they? Uh, the Don, Wonder no. Boy, and Swaggy L, which is no, the no. saddest thing no. ever. That's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Swaggy L just sounds like a like a stylish loss. Like you lost, no. like like any one of Demar Derozan's losses in the dunk contest. They he were did, Swaggy L's. Yeah, yeah but, like let's be real. Nobody has called Luka Doncic Swaggy L or the Don. <laughs> I mean, I'm only gonna call oh. him Swaggy L now. Wonder Boy? What, where does he Wonder Boy even come from? Is it's it because he's song. Is it cause he's super white and it's a bread reference? I think it's because he's super young and was like awesome. So here's the Wonder oh, Boy. That's fair. Okay. Well, uh, we've got enough track. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Question number five. If there is one person who could have taken his place on this roster, who do you wish it was, Katie? Kylo Quinn. Kylo Quinn. Well, explain the reasoning here. Just... Look at him. <laughs> Great smile. Um, <laughs> just looks like the nicest fucking dude you could ever hope to have on your team. Also, a pretty versatile player. I think you get more bang for your buck with Kyla Quinn. No offense, Moose. I think I agree. Uh, also, Kyle Quinn famously was in the video that first revealed skinny Kyle Lowry to the world, so... There's that as well. Mm-hmm. I think it was on his Instagram, the picture. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, also, they're great friends. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm down for a tandem of Kyles being best pals on this team. I agree. I've, I've wanted Kyle O'Quinn for a while. I believe I said when Amir Johnson left that I hope they signed Kyle O'Quinn before the Knicks signed him. Um, so yeah, I'm fully on board with this. James, do you have an alternative answer? Well, yeah. Well, the other thing about O'Quinn though is it would be huge for the bar mitzvah industry. In Toronto, because that's a thing that 
Kyle O'Quinn does is just show up to people's bar mitzvahs and like be the life of the party. So, like uninvited nice. or just like unannounced. It, it, he like arranges it somehow. There's a whole story about it. Ian Begley wrote it last year for ESPN. It's really good. You gotta look that up. Um, I'll go. Like, look, Sean and I. We already know. Like, we're gonna have the same answer for this. It's Quincy AC. Yep. He looks very similar to Kyle O'Quinn. Um, <laughs> he they they actually they share a, quite a few similarities. Also, extremely nice, great smile. Just a fun loving guy. Good guy to have in the locker room. Uh, loves Toronto. Uh, and. I think, like, you could argue that even though he's been a bench warmer and a journeyman, I think you could argue he's a more useful player than Greg Monroe at this point simply because he can stretch the floor. Like, he's worked super hard to change his game and become a three-point shooter. He still plays really hard and goes for rebounds and fouls people in his physical and all that. But he can also shoot, and I think the Raptors um, can just use more big dudes that can shoot. Uh, all agreed. I also think the the poetry that would come with Quincy Acey arriving to the team after sort of being attached to the trade, not particularly out of necessity, just because he was a guy on the team to match money. Like It's not like he was like a problem with the team. To be welcomed back to the team as they've kind of taken the next step into NBA relevance by trading for Kawhi after the Dwayne mm-hmm. Casey, DeMar DeRozan era, I think there, there's some poetry there that I would have liked to have seen come to fruition. But... Uh, alas, Greg Monroe is on the team. We'll move on to the next question about Greg Monroe. Uh, James, we'll start with you. Will Greg Monroe have a moment with the Raptors? And if so, what team do you think it will come against? Oh, man, the moment is usually against the Raptors. But now that team <laughs> is no longer available to him as an opponent. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he'll have a moment. Like, he's going to... he In the right matchup, he can just post up and, like, just score over little guys. So... Uh, if I was a better analyst, I would think of some of the teams that just like don't really have big guys on the second unit that he could score against. But like, yeah, there'll be a game or two where he's just unstoppable and he he scores like twenty points in like twenty minutes. It'll happen. Katie. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, one, I think the Raptors are good for like giving everybody moments, like mm-hmm. letting everybody shine just a little bit. We've seen it happen. Pretty much everybody on the team, but. I think uh, I feel like his mom is going to come play it against Boston. I was going to say the same thing. Over they're a small team; they go small. Over Al Horford, who soaked up all of his minutes that he was supposed to receive as the backup center there. And the coward Aaron Baines. <sighs> yeah, I uh, I fully agree. It's going to come against the Celtics. Um, a revenge moment, the best type. Maybe against the Pistons as well. Sort of like a double, like the Raptors will get revenge on Dwayne Casey for him doing really good things with the team. Um, and then Greg Monroe will get his revenge against the Pistons for uh, uh, choosing Andre Drummond over him. I don't know. Probably the right decision in hindsight. Maybe there's no revenge there. Maybe it'll do come against the Suns. There's more revenge against Boston because it's fresher. Like the Pistons yeah. have turned over their management like twice. Yeah. Since That's Greg fair. Was there. That's fair. Uh, next question here. This will start with Katie, of course. Uh, currently, according to Katie's reporting, Greg Monroe is in Mexico, as previously alluded to. What does his destination choice say about him, Katie? In Mexico? Yeah. I'm sorry, you're cutting out like crazy. You're the one who's cutting uh, out. If you can hear me. If it's destined to be. I hear you. It's okay. <laughs> I think his vacation destination says, okay. 
I think his vacation destination says a lot about him. I think uh, we can tell by the shirt that he's wearing. You know, it's half open. It's a bold print. He's got a some type of, like, bracelet on. He's smiling. He's looking off camera. Someone just told him a joke or he just got distracted. But, you know, he, uh, he looks really happy. I think it's like an easy breezy kind of style of vacation. And it sounds like he's like an easy breezy style of a dude. So I feel like it's a good sign. I also love a, like mid early August vacation for mm-hmm. in the NBA off season. It gives me some content. And <laughs> uh, you know, it's getting pretty close. I feel like the dudes that take vacations now are the ones that like are like, oh shit, it's kinda now or never. I like the summer kinda got away from them. Which, you know, that's it happens to all of us. Fair enough. Uh James, do you have uh any opinions on uh, Greg Monroe's choice of destination for his vacation? Yeah, I'm not going to contradict any of that. I think it's a wonderful choice. I think it reflects well on him. Uh, I myself will be traveling to Mexico uh, next week. So I completely approve of his decision to spend some of his August there. I think, yeah, it says not. It, it says only great things about Greg Monroe and where his head is at. And I think it portends well to, for his uh, upcoming season with the Raptors. I also Seems think like you are obsessed with Greg Monroe. <laughs> All right. Honestly, like as soon as I saw the Instagram with him in Mexico, I started to have much warmer feelings about the signing in general. I think in general, this podcast, aside from the first couple of questions, has uh, reflected upon Greg Monroe pretty favorably. I don't know, if pe- you start asking basketball questions again, we'll rip on it. Yeah, why would we do that? It's August 7th. Um, <laughs> uh, my, my take on that is I agree with all of what you guys said. Mexico's a great place to vacation. Um, and I also do think, though, it implies, like, you know, he's not going on anything elaborate. He, he's not going to Bora Bora. He's not going on a big trip to Europe. I think he understands that maybe the peak of his earnings in the NBA have kind of happened and he's on the tailspin now and you know the the 2.2 million he's going to make this year nothing to sneeze at but also you can't be frivolous with your vacation expenditures now and I think it's a smart and wise it it suggests to me that Greg Monroe is uh, a good good manager of his money which uh, I think is a good quality to have I think it's good that you don't write the vacation watch column because it's very boring what you just said Fiscal Responsible Vacations by Sean. I Are you aware be... of how much money Greg Monroe's first contract after his rookie contract was, Sean? Oh, oh boy. I don't the, think he needs to be fiscally responsible. The, the, the oh. Milwaukee Bucks sure are, are sure. Are sure. I, 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 I can tell you that. <laughs> um... All right, last question. We'll start with James. James, I mean, we're all Canadians here. Uh, James, have you ever eaten moose? Never. Never? Would you eat moose? Never even. I don't think so. No? I'm not a super adventurous eater. What is the most adventurous thing you've ever eaten? Oh, God. Uh, you know that place? <laughs> this, is not advent- this is not that adventurous. I've eaten kangaroo before. Um... They have like a kangaroo sausage at that place versed on King Street in Toronto. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I think I that. might have had that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all just shared the same answer. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> kangaroo at the Sausage Beer Hall. <laughs> yes. Uh, on King West. <laughs> Very, uh, 
outside the box. Um, Katie, same question. Do you have you ever eaten moose? Will you ever eat moose? Uh, in what form would you eat moose? I think I have had it. I think I had it in like a ravioli or like a tortellini or something like that. Hmm. It just it's like kind of gamey. It tastes pretty strong. Right. Um, so like a bit stringy. Uh, I think it was aided by the sauce that it was in. <laughs> As most food is. Most um, food is just a vessel yeah. for sauce, so. Um, <clears throat> I guess the weirdest thing I ate, maybe that kangaroo sausage we're talking about. Maybe we should take Craig, <laughs> Craig Monroe there. <laughs> no, he'll go there with Pascal Siakam on their first uh, bonding trip. Oh, you're yeah. really shipping these guys. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for Pascal. He's kind of missing his boy. I, I'm just... Uh, I'm trying to fill that hole in his heart and all of our hearts as well. <laughs> It'd be a fun, odd couple, I think. You know? Maybe not. Whatever. You guys don't seem to be as into this as me. I haven't eaten moose. I can't see it. <laughs> I haven't eaten moose. I probably would eat moose. Um, because why not? If uh, if the moose... So, I, like, the hunting and stuff for sport, I don't, I don't really dig. But if you're going to use the moose respectfully and use all the parts and make use of it then i'm i'm game for that so yeah give me give me some moose and the, the game thing <laughs> was, was definitely a pun yes um all right th- that's the end of my line of questioning here i think uh we've all gotten to know greg monroe better here <laughs> or or something or gotten to or know ourselves better uh katie thank you i i do not know my i'm just confused about my feelings and thoughts about greg monroe and life at this point <laughs> well that's uh I guess that's a good side effect. Self-reflection is never a bad thing. Um, James, thank you so much for coming on the show. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, you're going to Mexico. Would you like to plug that? <laughs> yeah, I'll plug my Instagram for my vacation photos. <laughs> Make sure you stay hydrated, please. Absolutely. I'll be drinking lots of Topo Chico, my favorite Mexican uh, sparkling water. Right on. And big water as well. Make sure you have big water. Big, yeah. big, big, big water. water. I don't know if that's a brand. Um but yeah it's a lifestyle (laughs) (laughs) uh katie thank you so much for coming on as well uh do you have anything that you would like to plug um thanks for having me i want to plug as always in the summer summer vacation watch uh and i want to plug demar DeRozan's birthday happy birthday happy birthday demar happy Uh, birthday demar if you want to reflect on Damar, oh boy, a couple, couple of back in the feed, myself and Katie got into it about Damar. Um, I'm getting a little emotional thinking about it. Go check it out. Uh, once we should again, plug Katie's piece on Damar at Raptors Republic with everybody's songs for the playlist. Oh, hell yeah! Why didn't you plug that, Katie? A plug for James, too. <laughs> I didn't get asked to be part of it, but that's okay. You were on vacation. Yeah, I know. I, I, I was all set. I, I, know, I know like four songs, so I probably wouldn't have been very good at it anyway. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, what are the four songs you have, Sean? I don't know. They're probably Wilco songs or something. I, I, don't know. I, I've, I've very like, I just don't try to find new music, so I end up just like, oh, I like this album. I'll listen to that for a month, and then I'll change it later. I don't know. I, I listen to more podcasts than anything else. So, music's just something that's on. It's well, not something I'm I actively glad I didn't see. Ask you. Your, you are, it, your piece is better <laughs> off for it, so. 
<laughs> it would have been great if there was just a section that said Sean Woodley Raptors HQ music is just something that's hot. <laughs> you can I mean, add that if you want. It's philosophical. I feel like it might have fit with the the overall nature of the, the, the piece. Damar's career was something that was just on, uh, and you, you take it for granted when it's over. It's now it's no longer on or something. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming on, and we will talk to you next time. Uh, everyone, subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. I'll be back again tomorrow. I'm doing a podcast with John Corrales of Locked On Celtics to uh, talk about the Raptors and Celtics because that is untouched content so far uh, this offseason. So stay tuned for that and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. We'll probably do two or three a week uh, for the rest of the summer. How we fill those, we'll probably have more dumb crap like this, but uh, <laughs> it'll, be, yeah. it'll be... Yeah! I mean, dumb crap is better than than the the, the, the straight the straight lace stuff anyway, so uh, yeah, we'll have more of that. Maybe Katie will uh, supply another thing that we can dramatically read. Who knows? Uh, stay tuned for all that and a lot more in the coming weeks on Lockdown Raptors, and we will talk to you next time. Hey, Prime members! You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.